What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. My name is Moore Milo. And I'm Ross Andarelli. And this is the 52 Podcast. 52 weeks, 52 books, making every single week count. For those of you that are joining us again, thank you so much for returning. For those of you that are new, what we do here is we read a book a week, give you our opinion on whether the book was valuable or not, and what our key points were from the book. This episode is episode 75. We have read the book The Messaging Connection by Ryan J. Chapman. And Ross, 10,000 foot view, what do you think? Texting is the future is what it sounds like from this book. I couldn't disagree with you. Um, it was pretty good. It was it was short, I would say, and I think that's a great way to put it. There, With that, it was only about a two-and-a-half-hour book. I don't think it... It didn't really give itself enough time to fully break out the idea, and with that, I mean, it stayed rather narrow, and there were a few times where I felt like it was sputtering, which is difficult to think of when it's such a short book. But, um, I mean, they get into a lot about text messaging and, you know, the future of marketing and sales and figuring out, you know, direct ways to communicate with your customers and bring value. So, I mean, it was a very strong book, but at the same time, I did have some issues with um, kind of the content, the density of it. What do you think? You know, the way that I look at the book is, first of all, first of all, let's back up a second. As a salesperson, I use text message a lot. I think it's really valuable. I think SMS is a really easy way to connect with people that you want to do business with. And I think that taking on SMS in a bigger way than what we've done in the past is going to be very valuable to businesses. So I want to start with that. Um, There were a few things that bothered me in regards to just the the quality of the work. Um, The audiobook itself was recorded in a very subpar manner. There was a lot of background noise. There was a lot of um, just stuttering. And overall, the audiobook was a little little unprofessional, in my personal opinion. I feel like we've done an audiobook in the past. We've actually recorded for a customer um, that has taken a book and put it onto audio. And I feel like we did a better job than they did. And for a massive multi-million dollar marketing corporation to kind of mess up the way that they recorded the audio was a little disappointing. However, the content I think was solid. I think that it was a great perspective into understanding the person that is in front of you and giving them an experience that feels personal. Uh, I think that they did a great job in this book of creating an understanding around SMS, around uh, text message marketing that goes beyond what most people understand, right? Like for the most part, when we think of marketing, we think of social media advertising, we think of billboards, we think of traditional normal marketing like, you know, TV commercials and, you know, all the normal stuff that everybody thinks of. Now, text message marketing is new even though SMS has been around for a very long time, using different solutions and different platforms in order to create an experience for your potential merchants or potential customers is really valuable. So I think they, they did a good job of getting, getting in front of the curve, uh, presenting an idea and a marketing strategy that hasn't been truly 
expanded upon in the ways of like explaining it to business owners and you know writing books on it and providing content on social media you know social media marketing is huge but we don't really often hear about an opportunity to use SMS to really connect in a, in a high at a high level with your customers so I think that the value behind the content the value behind the message and the intentionality was really massive. I think it was really good in that perspective. However, I think the execution could have been done at a much higher level, especially from you know a team of you know marketing specialists that specialize in SMS marketing. I feel like they could have taken a little bit more time and given a little bit more care to their audiobook and done it at a higher level. Uh, does that resonate with you, Ross? Yeah, I completely agree. That was. And, and like I said, it it was weird. It was interesting because it it sounded like well, like we've had times where like I said, this is our seventy fifth episode. We've had some episodes where we record, and then in post production, it's you know there's a sound in the background, or there's something crazy that we can't get rid of, or I sound far away from the mic, or more sounds far away from the mic, so we try to tweak and fix it. And you know we can't re record it. You know we we put it out the best we can. But when someone's making an audiobook, you have opportunities to make multiple takes. Like I said, more touched on, we actually recorded an audiobook and it took us a long time because we had to do multiple takes, make sure everything was pretty much perfect. And with this, it, it felt a little rushed. I felt like they they tried to save some money on the audiobook, which I think is obviously not a good idea. You spend so much writing a book and publishing a book. Um, I think you should put just as much into the audio version, but yeah, it was, it was, it stayed the course rather well, but I mean, man, I, I thought it was an issue with my headset on, on one of them. I thought my AirPod was like slightly off cause it sounded like he was far away and like the, the, the sound was a little muddy for a moment, but yeah, I mean, you know, I guess you're not going to have phenomenal quality every time, but it is worth noting that this one's actual recording quality was, was a little subpar. Yeah, from an execution standpoint, I was a little disappointed. However, and, and you know, listen, at the end of the day, you got a guy that is not an audiobook reader, right? Like, at the end of the day, Ryan Chapman was the one that read the book for himself, and he read his own book. And, you know, chances are he didn't have, you know, the ability to, like, uh, work with high-level resources in regards to, like, different publishing companies that do audiobooks on a day-to-day -day basis. So I, I respect him for, you know, putting out an audiobook that was um, – for putting it out, period. I respect him for putting out an audiobook. But the execution could have been a little bit at a, at a higher level, personally. Um, but with that being said, I think the content was really solid. I think that SMS is a really massive tool that salespeople and sales organizations and companies that are looking to get involved with different um B2B customers that can utilize their practices and services to generate more sales. I, I think the content around that was really good. Uh, you know, I really liked some of his ideas in the ways of how to use SMS marketing and text messaging to um, supplement other sales practices that we use on a day to day basis, right? So, for example, something I had never thought of that I 
now looking back would be a really clever idea is sending a text message before jumping on a phone call as a salesperson as someone that that truly you know sells on a daily basis I had never thought about sending a text message before making the phone call to prepare my uh, potential merchant potential customer for the conversation that I was planning on having with them that would allow them to take their business to the le next level and allow me to close the deal so I thought that, that was really valuable and I think that's the number one key point that I'm going to take away from this entire book is looking at text messaging and SMS messaging and marketing from the perspective of SMS and taking it and working with it and allowing it to become a staple within how I look at sales and look at connecting with potential customers. Um, I think that the idea of preparing a customer via text message for a phone call 15 minutes later uh, is really valuable. I think that people would, would really appreciate that. I think that it's a, a really clever idea to use technology in that way to allow for your organization to prepare the customer that you're looking to sell for the conversation that you're going to have. So overall, I thought that the content was really solid. I think that there's a lot of techniques, a lot of mechanisms, as he would say in the book, that are effective in creating a better experience for the end user of your services. So from that perspective, I thought it was valuable. Uh, Ross, uh, did you take, uh, being that you work for Snapchat, right, and being that you have this big name brand behind you, do you think there's anything that you would take away from this book and say, I'm going to use this in the way that I sell Snapchat's product, uh, Snapchat's product, and uh, and make it more effective for my for your customers. Well, one of the things that I was thinking about was I actually have we haven't got the results really back yet, but we have a client that is we're running an ad to text campaign. So pretty much instead of like swiping up to go to a link or swiping up to a product, um, it actually swipes up to a text message and it sends it directly to a number. So you have a pre-filled, you know thing you can put so if they swipe up it'll if you're a car dealer it could say hey i want the the snapchat deal on the toyota tundra 379 whatever pre-filled so it's real quick very low barrier to entry um and what i was kind of intrigued with this book was you know talking about obviously how text messaging is kind of the next next step and how it can really create a big communication kind of buff essentially i was i'm curious to take this knowledge and look at that ad to see how that campaign works because he talked in this as well about you know the response rate of someone you know getting a text message or more so for me you know what is the rate that somebody if they're taking an ad is going to text somebody versus email somebody you know like what is the that barrier what trust factor do you need to have to be able to be like okay i will text this number because a lot of people you know especially when it comes to dealers don't like for someone to have their phone number you know whether they're putting it in um, a little text field or whatever. Sometimes they don't like the dealer to have their actual phone number. But um, I think the biggest thing for me that I did I don't believe is going to have the biggest results so far. But I do like that Snapchat does have products in place to start to take advantage of text messaging and be able to kind of expand upon, you know, the other ways of whether you're deep linking into a, a website or something. I think it's nice to give someone that full 
kind of 360 feel when it comes to selling a product. I mean, if you're able to have get someone with text message, get them with, you know, accessing your website and looking at product, you know, you're starting to build trust all across the board. And it's cool. I mean, a lot of people don't text a business. So I think in a generation now that loves texting, um, I think it can be very, very powerful if you can build that trust level to where they feel safe enough texting um, a location or, or a person from that location. So um, I don't know. It was. I know that's kind of a lot of, of nothing and a little bit of everything, but I think it is important to know that you always need to be looking for what's next and trying to push the envelope because you know things that we do now could have felt taboo five years ago in business. Biggest example is you know Zoom calls and video calls. You know the pandemic. What it's really done is you know not only has it made remote work more possible and more viable. But now, instead of, you know, if you live in L.A., driving an hour to go meet somebody and talking for 30 minutes and then sitting back in traffic, a Zoom call has become pretty much the same. You can do a Zoom call. It feels like it's a regular call. It doesn't look like that they just didn't want to drive to me. You know, it's it's really that's another form of technology that, you know, 12 months ago, you're like a Zoom call. Like, no, just just come down to my office like I'm 20 minutes away. Now it's like, why would you drive 20 minutes? Like we can hop on real quick and be done. So people are gaining a lot of time and efficiency. And I think with texting, you might be able to do the same thing because now you're not going back and forth in an email chain. You can get messages a lot quicker. Just how Slack has kind of taken over email when it comes to, you know, in business communication. I can just send someone a quick message or a group of us a quick message and we're not replying to an email in the normal, hi, Steve. I hope you're doing well, you know, the normal like business jargon. So I think it really can go a long way with creating that um, kind of connection with your customer. So uh, I did enjoy it. I did like that. But like I said, for me, I'm going to be watching um, to try to run another ad to text campaign and check this one to see how it worked. So a lot of things to kind of take away from this book. No doubt. I would completely agree with you there. There, You know, it's it's um, it's disruptive. There's no doubt. You know, text message is one of those things that people look at as the way that, you know, 13-year-olds communicate because they're in a, incapable of having a phone call. At the same time, being able to have a communication that's written, that's quick, that's efficient – you know, almost to a certain extent, like I am, like instant messaging, you know, AOL, AIM back in the day, right? But for business, it's an interesting concept. You know, um, we still have to consider that the majority of decision makers within businesses are not millennials. You know, they're in their 40s, in their 50s, they have uh, particular ways of doing things. And being able to utilize that text message is really important. At the same time, you have to know your audience. You know, I think it's really important to know your audience and know who is in front of you and how they like to interact, right? Because if you have, you know, a 50-year-old CEO that has been doing things a certain way for the last 30 years and has been really successful at doing them, chances are they're going to continue to look at the world in a certain way. And of course, you know, a good CEO is going to continue to look at disruptive technologies and see how they can utilize them and add them into their portfolio of things that they're doing. But at the same time, there's also a certain level of respect that comes with a phone call, that comes with a in-person meeting, that comes with a face-to-face -face Zoom call as opposed to a text message. Um, 
but again, I you know, listen, I use text message on a daily basis. I love text message, and the reason being is it requires very little commitment from the other side. You know, when you're selling a product to another person and someone on the other end is very busy doing all sorts of other things and managing their business and making sure that their operation is is working in the proper way and is moving forward in a way that's going to be effective for the overall business and as a salesperson right like you're introducing usually you're introducing something new to their business that is disrupting a certain way of doing business that they already have so being able to connect via text message via sms in a way that requires very little time of the decision maker on the other end is very valuable so I think that it is effective. I think that it's really important to understand your audience, right? Because if you have a 25-year-old, you know, startup founder that you want to get in touch with, text message is going to be a great way to talk to them. But if you have a 50-year-old CEO that's running a, a more traditional style business, chances are they're going to want to sit down and have a conversation with you and get an idea for who you are as a person while they're having a conversation about business. You know, so it's just, it's, it's managing expectations. It's managing the way that people look at things. It's managing how people feel uh, when it comes to the communication that you're creating. So I think it's very valuable. I, I really do think that this book was very valuable and I think I learned a lot. I think it's supplemental to some of the other books that we've read. So I don't think it's like a top five or top 10 book for us. I think it's something that is a great supplement to allow you to have another tool in your tool belt when it comes to creating an experience for the person in front of you based off of their background and what they respond to well. But I don't think it's the end-all be-all. Yeah, I think that's probably, like I said, one of the best ways to put it. It's a good book, and I think what it does is open your eyes up to know that there are other options available to you as you know a marketer a salesman whatever you know route you are i think it just lets you know that there are always other forms of, of communication you can use not just you know email or um, even newsletters or bulletins or actual you know physical mail like all these different things you can continue to expand your repertoire and i think texting is the is the next level um so it's gonna be good it's gonna be a strong you know, thing to look forward to. And it's definitely, it's going to be here forever, in my opinion. You're going to have, I don't think there's going to be too many things that are going to be quicker than a text message unless you have like, I don't know, AR glasses and your text pops up there, then you're even more in someone's face. But I would agree. It was a solid book as far as putting something, I guess, on your radar is the way I would put it. But fell a little bit short, like we talked about earlier with recording and some of it felt a little choppy. But it was solid. I mean, I really don't have too much bad to say. I think it's still the good outweighs the bad. But it wasn't anything mind-blowing. And, you know, sometimes we run that risk when we do a shorter book. You know, two-and-a-half-hour book. Some of the short ones we've read have been phenomenal. And some of them just haven't had enough time to fully develop, you know, their theme. So this one was okay for me. Yeah, so final thoughts for me. I think that the execution was lacking. However, the content was valuable and forward-thinking and worthwhile for anyone that plans on being in business for the long term. Final thoughts, Ross? I think that's about it. 
like I said, texting is going to be here for a long time. Look if you can incorporate it into your business or your sales pitch in any way. Um, it can definitely strengthen that relationship with you and your client. And just stay mindful. Stay open to, to new ways of communicating and don't be scared to, to try something new and test it. So, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the 52 Podcast. This was episode 50, 75, excuse me, uh, The Messaging Connection by Ryan Chapman. My name is Moore Milo. I'm Ross Agnarelli. This is the 52 Podcast, 52 books, 52 weeks, making every single week count. Have an amazing week, and we'll see you next Monday. Take care.